You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. If you're trapped in Google Docs, let's do the rankings. Which mm -hmm. parts of Google Docs would you most um, want to be trapped in? I think the argument for uh, Google Docs itself, the word doc replacement, is yeah. that look at all that free space in which you have to roam. But also, free space can be a nightmare. You, you have no security, no containment. You could travel infinitely until the doc overloads and the web page crashes, dooming you with it. Yeah, it's also, I feel like... You're, you're more likely to get lost in the shuffle of untitled Google. Like, I don't know about y'all. I got a lot of untitled Google Docs where that just have like two lines in them where it's like, I don't know what I was doing there. Something yeah, you go, you go back and find some shit from seven years ago where, yeah. it's, where, it's, where it's like Kevin Wilson. And that's <laughs> right. all it says. Right, that's it. Yeah. And maybe that means Kevin Wilson is trapped in that Google Doc. Help, brother, KW. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so if you manage to communicate to the outside world um, via the Google Doc, Mm -hmm. And you say, like, I'm in untitled Google Doc 185. No one's going to find it. No one's ever going to find it. Do you think that's what – I assume I assume I'm not – I'm going to feel bad if I'm the only one on this call. Do you all get, like, porn spam Google Docs? No. Okay. <laughs> nope. I, like, I have, in Google Doc? Like, like, shared, like, shared with you. Like, showing up in your email? Yes. Interesting. Uh -oh. Maybe yes. in the spam. I haven't uh, – Let's take a yes, look. It, let's it, look. It, let's it, look. Yeah, good it point. It pretty much, it pretty well gets shared to spam at this point. I, I searched. Like, I just searched Google in my Gmail spam, and I'm not seeing it. That's a new one for me. Is it? Is it Rosie with three eyes, or is it a different? No, one? it's it's somebody else. Like it's usually it's usually um, is it's it, usually so is it, a collection of people. Does it feel like they're repeating? <laughs> Um, based let me on see the, if I, I assume based on the names, I don't, I, I'm going to assume you're not really actually falling for these schemes. <laughs> no, no, they're very obvious. Like all good spam. They're very obvious. 
now that you mention it, I do, I do I remember this. Bef- it has not happened in a long time, mm-hmm. but I remember that like, yeah, especially over COVID. Yes, and and like, but yeah, maybe like the last year I haven't gotten as many, but I would like report them. All yes, yes. When they came, so maybe maybe my filter is better now. Now but I they're can't not going find to spam me. either. Maybe I just so I think we Fuck. so we have imagined a universe in which people are trapped inside Google Drive, and I think mm-hmm. we've discovered there there are uh, there there are um, pornographic actors mm-hmm. stuck inside uh, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone should someone should release them from that, unless they're doing very well in there. I don't know. It's, it's, I think my... I think Google Slides would be worse to be trapped in. You think so? I because like nobody, there's nothing fun in Google Slides. Like Google Docs or Google Sheets, sometimes you're like, "Huh, this is some weird stuff." But like nobody's like, "Oh, here's a fun, here's a fun Google slide that I made." Mm. This is yeah, 1980, as... where it's like, "Here's my vacation photos." Yeah, as far as trapped uh, percentage and like mm-hmm. ability to ever get out, yeah, I've never, I didn't even know that was a thing. Google yeah. Slides. No yeah, one's going to find you there. No <laughs> one. And no the one person thinks... that's going to find you there needs you, and they're not going to let you free nope. because they're in go- they're kind of trapped in Google nope. Slides. They're like, I way. need you to animate on the the photo that is part of this presentation. You have to drag it on, trapped Google Slide dude. Hey, so while you're trapped in there and knock off PowerPoint, um, can you go <laughs> ahead and finish the PowerPoint? I'm not going to because <laughs> who does that anymore? Um, I think Google Sheets could be really perilous like it's got the order and the structure that's nice mm-hmm. and it's it's the most powerful so like if you if formulas you master, for days yeah if mm. you become like you know dungeon lord of all the formulas you can send in there you can become like the gwynpool of google drive just <laughs> with absolute mastery of the entire meta uh, for every started untitled google doc that it, it, no one remembers that the, the unfinished google spreadsheets have to be even more perilous because like that's some shit where you go back and you find the spreadsheet you started seven years ago and you're like i I don't even i don't even did i know math at the time what was i even trying to do here you know (laughs) like like it doesn't just say kevin wilson it's like it's a combination of gps coordinates and uh inflation rates from the 1930s and and some some other thing and letters yeah you're just like where is what treasure is this pointing me towards? <laughs> what was I trying to say? Is is there any treasure here at all? Uh, there's also Google Jamboard. I don't know what that is. It sounds terrible. That feels like some shit that you put on the wall at a meeting and everyone yells things at it. And then you're like, we'll come back and shape this up. But you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll loop back on this. Let's Jamboard and then loop back. That's how you do business. And then I'll, ping, I'll ping you about the Jamboard. I'll pick you. I'll, let's <laughs> Offline. So I saw your ping. Now I'm circling back. Um, where are you based? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the business. All, all you do in business wow. is you say, where are you based? Shit, and then they tell you, you where they live for whatever reason. I don't know why live means based. Um, all right. Google, well, hang on. Google Earth now. There's an interesting one. Are you free of all the perils of real Earth on Google <laughs> Earth? But yet, you know, you, you, you get all the spoils nonetheless. Hmm. Sometimes the buildings go flat, but that happens here on Earth sometimes if there is a tornado, for instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but th- in this one, there's no chaos. No tornado, in fact. The d- disaster's flat off. all the time. Yeah. I'm going to see if that's true. You see if there's disasters gonna, on Google I'm going to search tornado. On, oh, there, all right. There are places called tornado. How do I add robot monster? Tornado, West Virginia. Start, start riots in Google Earth. 
Um, <laughs> Tornado Bus Company in Nashville, just around the corner. Great. Love that. I think, according to, if Google Earth is accurate, West Virginia is the only place that has a town named Tornado. Natural Disasters Mod Google Earth. <laughs> hmm. Not seeing one. That's smart. It's really smart of them to not allow that. Alien. <laughs> Earth has a new look. Damn. All right. I mean, on. there's some there's some storms brewing out here on Google Earth as I look at the interface here. Mm-hmm. It's not all sunshine and daisies on huh. Google Earth. You don't think I so? might have been wrong about that. Google drawings. There's a paintbrush in here again. Who? Let's nobody go. ever looks in this stuff. That yeah. All, and really, all we wanted was reader. That's all we wanted, Google. But instead, you're like, no. What about bad PowerPoint? Yeah, Google Reader would be a pretty decent place to get stuck. It's the library, but you don't even have to walk. It's all just yeah. flowing straight at your face. Yeah, that's not bad. Point. All right. <laughs> um, I I don't know if we can wait for Felder to do the welcome. I think we just have to rip it off. How about what if? Welcome whenever he arrives. And okay. And just start the show. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise we're cold opening. <laughs> we're cold opening with introductions. Okay. Welcome to follow. Before we before we do that, how scale of one to ten, how frazzled is uh, Felder going to be when he arrives? Eight. Right? Yes. Yeah. Not. Yeah. It's not going to be good for him. No. No. Because he like. Does not like being late. Does not like he he he. This is this is not where he wants. He's to be very mentally. late. He's, He's not even late. a little late. The voice you're listening to there, that's Stephen Hartzell. I'm Ryan Nanny. Jason Kirk's here. Hi. Michael Server's here. We're waiting on Michael Felder. This is the internet's only college football podcast. We'll get to the welcome, if and when. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. If if Felder never shows, this could be the only full cast without a welcome. There's probably several, but yeah, first. The first, first that we remember. First the first that we're aware of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we get started, Hartzell, you've never been on the show before, right? Uh, not formally. No. <laughs> I, I hung your out fingerprints in the have touched this show, but yes. I hung out in the not. background of very few. Uh, so you'd have to check the archives. But, you know, it's it's good to be with you guys. So thank we you. Sh- we should give you your flowers here. So I don't know that we've ever talked about this, but when the show stopped being hosted by Vox Media, rest in piss. Um, Hartzell was the one at Learfield who reached out to us and was like, hey, would really like to work with y'all, whatever. Handful other people reached out as well from other places. Appreciate them doing that. But Stephen Hartzell is a big, big reason why the show kept going, why it came back, why we're still doing all this dumb shit. And we have not publicly thanked you, Hartzell, so thank you for helping us find a lifeline in a very stupid time. I know we're not with Learfield at the moment, but that does not mean we don't appreciate you and your efforts keeping the show going. And thank you as well for Cerber being here. Yes, 100%. Yeah, that that was a weird time, remember? (laughs) (laughs) There is some stuff going on, I think I recall. That was, was that like, that was literally like March or April of 2020. Yes, that that sounds right. That was early. Yeah. And ironically, um, we had started Hand in the Dirt with Felder. Uh Uh-huh. In February of 2020, our Can first guest was Holly. How I have always wanted to know, and I might as well ask now. How did Hand in the Dirt get started? What was that conversation 
like I I don't know how this show got started, so I can't answer it in return. But what is like the hit the origin story? So, Serber, you correct me if I'm wrong. I I feel like we had the relationship with Felder because of the College Sports Now podcast that we do, and we we've done with Felder for a long time. Serber was a part of that. We did our thing with Felder once a week, sometimes twice a week. And you know, Felder is a maniacal tweeter. Uh-huh. Like he tweets a lot. And one night he just started going. I mean, Serber and I knew that he had a passion for cooking and just he he's like this jack of all trades guy. But one night he just started going about, I'm going to do a show and I'm going to call it hand in the dirt. And we're going to talk about gardening and football and food. And I literally was like, hey, man, if that's something you want to do, like you've already got the gear, like we'll we'll crank it up. Like that sounds funny. Right? Like, I think it was something along those lines. And then That's literally... not how it happened at all, okay. in fact. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, how, that's pretty much how it happened. He, he, like, Felder said all that, and then Felder used to come in to Winston, Salem. Yes. To do shows. Yeah, he uh, up. But I, I don't think he was there for this. I think we were doing this, and he was maybe in Chicago already. I, that part I don't remember. But I, what I do remember is him saying, like, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, he was like, I wasn't just fucking around on Twitter. I want to do that. And you had been like, yeah, I wasn't kidding on Twitter when I and I was like, yeah, I will, I will help you do that. It was, that it was very much like he just was fucking pissed and was like, I want to do this thing that I know people want to listen to this thing. And we were both like, yeah, we'll help. And now you've done two hundred plus episodes of it. But the full cast came to be because when COVID hit, yeah. in March of twenty twenty, we had done literally like three or four episodes. And we had had Holly on, and Felder told me about everything that was happening with Holly and the full cast and Vox. And I believe at the time, all you guys, or or a proportion of you guys, had been furloughed. Half of us, yes. Okay, right. So it was literally a, I mean, if if like the true origin story of how I came to reach out to you guys was I I knew Holly. I had her email address because she was the first guest Uh that we had on Hand in the Dirt. (laughs) And I knew that y'all's podcast, which I had heard of but not heard, was no, on the show. Honestly, more proof of your business acumen. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> that's the story for the box set. We don't have to talk about that side of it. But that's how I came to get you four on a Zoom call. And basically, I mean, it took a while. It still took. Yes. I mean, you guys didn't crank up the first show until football season. Uh, yeah, until probably like August. August, or so. yes, yeah, that's and right. that was so, such a bizarre football season to begin with, like when it started and like just all of it. So now so I it have to ask. Took a while. You had not listened to the show again. No judgment. Actually, positive judgment. I knew who you people were on <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> like I knew. You I guys feel like as we warned avatars. you. Like, I like how I, you're, I, cons- you're describing us like it's the Suicide Squad. <laughs> I'm pretty we sure we had meetings, friends. Yeah, you, yes, yes, we had I mean, lots sure. of meetings. Yeah, we, we had meetings face. where we're like, "Wait a minute, IMG full cast. These things are very right. different. You're good right. with that, right? right?" And Hartzell was like, "Sure." <laughs> now, but here is my question: At what point did you, if at all, did you decide, "All right, I have to listen to this show that we are potentially bringing on board"? Yeah, before our first Zoom call, I went back and listened to your last episode, which was, um. It, I mean, I just remember the audio sticking out as like <laughs> a very, I was like, all right, if this is the bar, I feel like we can help them <laughs> here. 
<laughs> Obviously, the rest of it, you know, it it, it, Go it was God. a short lived yeah. thing. But we, yeah. got, you know, we had a good time, and we got you guys back up and running, and, and look where y'all are now. It's awesome. But yeah, I, I remember listening to it, and and I mean, I've I had read Spencer stuff for years, and like I I came to like follow you guys on social media, but like that first meeting was very much like, hey, uh, I've been tasked with trying to find stuff to do. Because we don't think we were going to have football games right. in the fall, right. and like our company had tried to like reach out and and successfully did like esports stuff and uh-huh. other things, but we weren't sure what football was going to look like. And like Cerber was was full time with us at, at Learfield at the time, and we were literally just going through the archives and yeah. finding classic games of schools that we worked with, and cutting them up and repurposing those for like content for our for our properties for our for our business partners that's all we had yeah um, another brilliant idea of mine yeah i mean like, <laughs> we were literally on a committee that was called saturdays without football yeah sure and so you guys were a very a very funny concept now like looking back it's like it's very funny to think like oh they weren't gonna have college football well server and i worked in the pac-12 uh, washington is one of our schools they played yes. four games that yes year. sure four yes yes like games were getting whacked the day of all the time and and it was just i mean logistically it was a nightmare it was yeah. awful nobody in the pac-12 traveled nobody was like you'd had to rely on like sids to put up a laptop for basketball uh-huh. and it was awful like people were calling stuff off monitors we had no idea what we were doing uh, the audio vi- is probably weird too because you didn't have any crowd noise y'all are video game fans so you'll appreciate this mm-hmm. uh we uh man <sighs> There were a couple video games that have like crowd loops. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sport video games. Yes, sure. There's a hockey one. There's a bunch of basketball ones. Football is not as great, but we had these loops that we would just pot up underneath our remote radio crew calling a game in LA when UCLA's at Colorado. Yeah. And that was the best we could get. Yeah. Unless you could work with the engineers that were on site to feed it back and then you'd have to sync up the delay it was a nightmare i mean it was just uh-huh. it was really really tough and some leagues did it better than others like the sec was very buttoned up with sec network and helping out their partner institutions but out west it was a real struggle so uh-huh. you guys came to be and then a couple weeks in our discussions jason was like hey podcast ain't played nobody is another one uh-huh. maybe you should reach out to these guys and see if you can help them. And so we did. And that became uh, what is now Split Zone Split Duo. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. All So it really is all thanks to Felder, who's not is still not here. And, and I'm worried about dirt. Felder. Server, I'm worried about Felder. I, I texted Felder. I said, if you're dead, say nothing. So as of now, rest in peace. Oh, man. It was, wow. it was a really great run for a legendary guy. We might hey, have dude. to cut that out if he is, in fact, dead. If he is dead, yeah, we'll cut that in post. I mean, All leave right. it in because we called him legendary. That's true. Yeah, we, you're we, right. we were much worse when we thought Spencer was dead. But that's just how it goes. Um, but that happens all the time. Obviously, Spencer and Holly aren't here today. They're not just sitting quietly waiting to be introduced. Today, we're going to talk about the offseason because uh, even though... Jim Harbaugh is about to take the Chargers job and throw us all back into coaching carousel hell. Um, 
it is the off season. Like we, we uh, do you all do the the three of you mentally feel like we are there? Like we are actually in the off season now that we've gone through the whole Saban thing. And like, are, are you willing to believe that we can live that life? This is college football, right? Yes, I I know you. I know you do college basketball as well, and that's a different thing. No, I I'm. I mean, mentally, I'm already there. I okay. need to be there. Yeah, okay. for sure. Even okay. though Jason and I, we have a pro football franchise that you know may or may not reap the benefits <laughs> of all this. They're looking for a coach. Yeah, I'm sure that'll go really wonderfully. <laughs> I I think uh, I don't think Belichick is the best answer. I think Belichick is the funniest answer. Well, you so. can't have Bill Callahan's son. Because he's a Titans coach now. <laughs> it sure is. Don't worry. Um, I um, it's weird. Like having a job where my my day job is like editing a bunch of newsletters across various sports. Uh-huh. So like, a large part of my brain is now football season rather than college football season. Um, so like for me, it's no, it's still football season, and yeah. it's, I, I I do think Saban's retirement and the lingering Harbaugh stuff really affected that. Yeah. Um really stretch things out because I mean, essentially both they picked up right after the title game, but there's always some lingering drama going on. So it, it's probably just more than usual there, but eh, for me, it's, it's, I don't know. Just because of my day job, there's a large part of my brain. That's just, there is no off season anymore, which mm-hmm. is fine. Well, I'm, yeah, the ver- I'm, yeah, go ahead. So server, sorry. God, I mean, you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I'm sorry, I violated the no crosstalk on podcast <laughs> dictate. How dare I? If only uh, we knew someone who could fix that. <laughs> the uh, the like the definite no no thing to do nothing to do on Saturday thing that has happened since like what December sixth or seventh has been really fucking cool. Uh, uh, like it hasn't changed much otherwise because I didn't I didn't like ex- expose myself to to maction or anything like that mm-hmm, like Wednesday mm-hmm. night college football on a regular basis. Um, but not having to like feel really bad and frustrated all day Saturday. Um, <laughs> it's really, really refreshing. Uh, and I, and I do, I, I have embraced the off season in that regard. I didn't do shit on Saturday. This That's week a good, that, that is I didn't want to do it anyways. Yeah. Hey, can I say one more thing, Ryan? Yeah. Uh, when you guys were like first coming up with us like yeah. again, the rebirth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember having conversations with Serbs mm-hmm. about y'all and like what I wanted him to do, which was like tape the show and jot notes, lots of notes that we had to go back and clean up or things. It just makes me happy, man, that that Serbs is with you guys. Like, oh, hundred percent. Like, yes. That this yes. is like a full time thing. Yes. Like, I kind of told y'all, I was like, I got a guy. I think he's going to be a really good fit for what you guys are doing. But like, I had no way of knowing that, like, that it would lead to this. And I'm, I'm, it, it, it gives me great joy. It was, it was an excellent recommendation and one that we greatly appreciate. And now Cerber's here in an Outcast T-shirt, and it's like we have arrived. <laughs> he is, like, he has reached his final form. That's correct. Yeah, yeah he's thriving. He I feel is. like one it of the first things you said about Cerber was like he's a Clemson fan who makes fun of Clemson, and we're like, okay. <laughs> this will work. Yeah, I mean, he was the only guy in the uh, in the toolkit. Like, there was no other option other than me. And I think the last one I did with you guys, it was like, hey, we got to push the taping back like an hour because of WrestleMania. Yeah, that and I right. was like, that'll happen. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, 
Because that was like a Sunday night, and yep. it was late. Yep. Yeah, it was kept bad luck for you, because I was, in fact, watching that WrestleMania. It would have been okay. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I'm busy. Done it. <laughs> busy working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can't go yet. Like, yeah, it's good times. Uh, all right. So before we get into off-season plans and questions that listeners submitted, I want to go around the horn one more time. What is the thing you are looking forward to most in the off-season can be? A project, a like new thing you want to try, a vacation. It can be doing absolutely nothing. Stephen Hartzell, what's number one on your off-season list? Free time. Yeah? Just time. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I've got two kids and a wife, and we've got a lot here. But, Who you um, love dearly. Yes, very much so. But, like, she's got things that I've got to do. Like, there's just mm. stuff to do. And when you're – I mean, Serber's right, man. The, the football Saturday, even though we work and we love what we do – um, you know, not having that eight to 10 hour shift just looming on Saturday, uh, is, is really freeing. So yeah, for me, it's just time. And then what, what, is, what we do at that time is what's she going to task you with? Uh, I've got, uh, I've got some things that I need to assemble. Uh-huh. Um, there's, um, like we have a, <laughs> we have like a playground in our backyard, which was a COVID acquisition, which I fought and lost on. <laughs> <laughs> and it needs to be like not repurposed, but our kids have grown and they've turned into like little military like kids who like run around chasing each other with Nerf guns. And mm-hmm. like we've got to find a way to repurpose this thing and make it like some sort of a cool fort or so. I, I don't know. Just rethinking some of the stuff we have and then just like maintenance, like lawn maintenance. We got three acres out here. It's not all cleared. But the stuff that is cleared, like that's a, it's just a constant upkeep, which I like. I like being outside, but this time of the year I can't really be outside for very long because it's just too cold or too wet. Yeah. So there's plenty to do. There's plenty to do. I'm just excited to have the time. Server, what's top of your list? Gigs. I got. I'm not gonna do the business uh, song. Do it. But, uh, <laughs> but we <laughs> podcast business. What's that business? It's a business. Podcast business. Are you gonna play that on stage? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I got so uh, at Monstercade on March 2nd in Winston Salem, and we're play- playing the Winston Salem Pride Festival on June 22nd yeah. in Winston Salem. Uh, we played that last year, and that was fun. I can't wait to do it again this year, and. We're playing at Reboot on uh, June 29th, also in Winston-Salem. And we'll probably have more dates in the fall uh, right before college football se- or end of summer, right before college football season two. So I'm y'all, excited to do those things. And the live out, show. And y'all have put out a second single as well, right? Yeah, we put out a second single. We've got, we're going to have another single out on uh, Valentine's Day. And then I wrote a song about my favorite Bruce Springsteen song. Uh, that I'm hoping to put out right at the beginning of March before that Monster Cage show. So cool. stoked for those things. What's Killer your favorite t- Bruce Springsteen song? Uh, Bobby Jean. Yeah, it, it, it maybe a little bit, but it's my favorite Springsteen song is Bobby Jean from um, uh, Born in the USA. It's about uh, Stevie leaving the band, but it's a real. It's Born in the USA is super underrated Springsteen album, but that one's that song specifically. Like speaks to me and a lot of my friendships with like dudes that I grew up with that I played music with for sure. Love so it. I'm and I'm stoked for everybody to hear that song. So nice. that would be my number one off season thing. Uh, that's yeah. kill. That's killer ants with a Z instead of an S. Yeah, you can yeah. You may ask yourself why do we use a Z, and um, it's because it's fucking cool. 
Yeah, yeah. That, that was fucking honestly badass. my assumption. <laughs> it's really fucking cool. Um, a tribute to the uh, to the nineteen ninety whatever film. Yes, right. With Sylvester Stallone, I believe. Yeah, yeah sure. it's it's definitely a nineties. It's when it's whenever mm-hmm. a Bug's Life came out. Like it was, that was yeah. the that was the, co- yes. the, the it was competition the for it. Deep impact to Bug's Life's Armageddon. Correct. Correct. Yes. Exactly yes. right. Um, Jason, what's your off-season priority one? Other than continuing to ship out books. <laughs> <laughs> we have shipped the books. Oh, the books are, are shipped. All right. We are essentially done the shipping. Hardcovers uh, are, as far as I know, either uh, arrived or on the way. Uh, we might have some more um, physical book type projects to come but we'll see about that but yeah it's it's all book stuff not to be a uh, not to be a broken record but yeah we have the atlanta live show um we have a few disasters in a doc that i've gathered from people who are there if you're attending and you didn't see the email check your spam i don't know it's it's in there somewhere check um, your porn google doc check ask <laughs> rosie will guide you to the, <laughs> it's where to input your disasters boy that sounds do you perilous. like what you see good luck out there <laughs> Do you want to talk to me about a sin you committed? So, um, I will also include a doc. Uh, I'm going to send out a Substack email a week from now, um, and I'm only going to email it. I'm not going to post it. All right. So, so you better be subscribed if you have a religion disaster that you might want us to read, that you might want to input. That's for anyone who's who's not attending. We'll we'll think about that as well. I will say the bar for those will be the same as any other other disaster episode. Um, uncles fucking up, uh, broken bones, um, uh, uh, children setting things on fire that burn down. All of these are great. We don't want. I I heard a sassy nephew tell a pastor that he didn't like him. No 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 no. No, that's not going to make the cut. Um, we do already have lots of small people knocking over big candles. So we're going to read. I'll, I'll just read those all at once. They're all mm-hmm. awesome. But apparently mm-hmm. that happens in every Episcopal Episcopal church, um, which is you know I'm now I'm really I I, I kind of want to go see that. Um, but yeah, also looking to do other events as well. I, there's a couple I wish we could already announce. Uh, hopefully we will soon. Um, those, 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 those won't be full cast events, but I'm still, you know, I'm still going to keep in mind, uh, that the, uh, sports internet community is a, a relevant one from which to draw potential guests and stuff. Uh, and along that lines, if you are someone with any type of access to a venue and you think it would be a good place do feel free to reach out uh you, most of the normal ways to contact me are fine jason at gmail.com is another uh if i can get to your town and i don't have to do a whole lot of uh work i'll do it i love showing up i hate setting up logistics so if you if you want to do all that shit i'll be there probably <laughs> Um, I think my off season thing, I'm just going to start, I have to start tearing up my backyard. Like I got plants that I don't want where they are. I have like stuff I need to trim up. I put it off. I usually say like, you know, Oh, you know, it's spring. It's nice that everything's like so full and green, whatever. And then in the summer it's hot and then fall comes and I'm like, Nope, no time. But like, (laughs) basically we're going to hit the ground running this year. I've been fucking literally too long. Yes. Yeah, I'm just going to just get out there and start digging stuff up and putting new stuff in because I'm just tired of it. Just what do you what do you want to put in, right? Uh I mostly I want to change like the capital L landscaping. Like we have stuff that the prior owners put in that I either don't like where it is or I don't like it at all. 
and I want to like like I want to get probably a couple of tea olives. Okay. Um, I like that they're fragrant. I like that they're easy to manage. I think they'll look better in the front of the house. And we have like some, we have a couple of like sad azaleas that were just like planted too close together, like aren't in a good area of the house. Winter comes and they're just like totally bare. And I'm like, no, we can keep those, but they need to go to the backyard. We need to find a better place for those. Same with the hydrangeas. Like the hydrangeas are like, in a, they're in a stupid part of the yard right now. And we need to just like get things looking more intentional because it mostly looks like people were just like, I don't know. I went to Home Depot. I spent the first $110 I could find on shrubbery. <laughs> and then I just plant, put them randomly. Like I was trying to speed run a Sims game or something like that. I don't want that anymore. I'm sick. So of this, this sounds like more than just a DIY operation. Yes. There's probably going to be some like outside. It's going to be a mix of like some, I will do some, I will call my brother-in-law and be okay. like, come over with the big machinery okay. and some will be outside help to do it properly. That sounds cool. Yeah, I just uh, like the the struggle I have is that I I have a wife who would really like to have a nice looking front yard and backyard and is is very upfront. She's like, I don't want to do any of that shit. I nice. don't want to do any of it. And that's Same. fine. That's totally fine. You can want things that you don't want to do. That's the beauty of commerce. How much of a plan do you have at this point? I have a good plan for what's going out. I, I have only like a half plan for what is replacing it at this juncture. Because there's a lot of like, I, I feel like every, uh, we're kind of getting into the, the, the meat of this here or the meat of the hit the universe here. I feel like almost every plant or shrub that you can acquire comes with like an if. Like, um, I forget what what it was. It was uh, oh uh, my daughter for Girl Scouts last year. They had like a tree person came come in and they all got like little crab apple trees that they got to like go home and figure out a place to plant. We just put ours in a large bucket because the warning they got was like, hey, just so you know, don't put these close to your house because they they'll drop crab apples and rodents love them and then you'll have mice <laughs> in your house. You're spawning like, rats. I'm like, damn, I don't want, I don't want the mouse generating tree. I don't want that at all. So it's the delicate balance of nature. That's all. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing, though. Now's a good time to dig it all out. It's winter. Yes, yes. Now, now that now that it is not ice in Nashville anymore. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You guys were snowed in, but. Uh, don't wait till March. Yes, that's a good point. You can help it. Yes. It, God knows the soil's fucking moist right now. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, March can get weird because, I mean, you, you guys get what we get. Like, March mm -hmm. could be, you could get a blizzard in yes. March. It's happened before. Yes. But if you're just trying to take stuff out, yeah, man, take, take like, while February. It's, while it's lean. Yeah. 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 My wife wants to bush hog our side yard. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't have a bush hog. We have a riding <laughs> lawnmower. Mm-hmm. So the problem I have, it's not the fanciest riding lawnmower in the world, but I mean, it's, it's a John Deere. It's, but it's, it's ample. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's ample. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the problem with bush hogging a side yard with a riding lawnmower is that the blades are going to encounter all kinds of things that aren't uh, like even a root, like a root will f destroy uh, a mower blade. Yeah. Um, but there's all kinds of stuff back there. And uh, she wants to go back there because it's January and it's all dead and mm -hmm. you can 
you know, stomp around in there and, and, and mow it all down, like poison ivy, uh, thorns, all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, like, I see the value in that. But I also see what, what's happening. You see the challenge as well. To, the, to that precious mower mm-hmm. and those blades that are just uh-huh. going to get shot to hell. Uh-huh. So uh, that's the balance, Ryan. That's, that's the life we've chosen, man. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So let's let's jump into it with... Um some some questions and some brags that the listeners sent in let's let's stay on track here Hartzell, you picked out one from uh, a good a good uh, longtime listener of ours brian uh yeah any small engine maintenance or upkeep tips to make sure the mower's ready to go in the spring i cannot help out with the engine maintenance uh, for obvious reasons i'm just that's not it's not something I know anything about. I love that you claimed it, though. <laughs> but uh, the make sure the mower is ready to go in the spring. I don't know what kind of mower you have, Brian, mm-hmm. but uh, if it's a riding mower, there are companies that will come and pick it up and just service it. They'll take it away for a week or two, or they'll put it in the back of their truck and <laughs> you fix can it. board your mower? That's yeah, correct. it's like mower spa. <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing. Or uh, they'll, they'll just do the work on site in their truck. Like in the back of oh, their, they'll just load it up their top truck. and flip yeah, it over. Yeah, they've got like a whatever. mobile yeah. lab. Uh, but the biggest thing, uh, just oil change, and if you can sharpen those blades. Like if you mow the grass with fresh, like sharpened blades, anybody's going to be able to tell that difference. I mean, it's just it's gorgeous. Uh, conversely, you can tell when your mower blades are kind of shot. Or when they're just like literally, you're you're mowing in straight lines, and the grass ain't even. Like that, that could be a deck problem too. But more often than not, your blades just need a fresh, a fresh sharpening. So that would be my recommendation, Brian. I don't know what kind of mower you have, but man, when that thing comes back after getting serviced, that's a good feeling. <laughs> tell, is it, it, like got, it knows new tricks and stuff. <laughs> you got to tell these people to keep their decks clean too. I like the the number one offense I see of lawn unlike people's lawnmowers is that like, I can tell they've never cleaned out the deck at all. Like every time you mow your lawn, you're supposed to just hit that thing real quick, uh, and it one it prolongs it, it prolongs the life of your blades. It prolongs the life of the deck, keeps rust from happening, um, and it keeps you know from that shitty mo- spreading like shitty stuff all across your yard uh, that you might not want that you might have carried. Um, from the from like the the weird edge spot that got stuck under there, that's then going to drop in the middle of your yard and become a patch of weeds that you have to take care of later. Yeah, yeah. Hit it with the leaf blower. Yeah, clean it up. The the hit mower, it with the hose. There's you most of the them hose. have a uh, yeah. Most of most decks look down. You have a little uh, you have a little 
hose thing you're supposed to screw on and you you hit the you turn your hose on let the water run in there and you turn the blades on and let it spin around and clean mm. itself it's like a self cleaning oven which is I the know, thing i don't America. trust just for what it's worth <laughs> no no i would no. never use a self cleaning oven but i would use the water uh, blade uh, thing I would love if your oven had a feature where you could attach a hose to it and just power power wash it. You've never I, self-cleaned your oven before? I've definitely self-cleaned an oven before, but I don't think it's the way to go. I think the yeah. way to go is to actually get in there and clean the oven. Yeah, it's, your, it's not a very energy-efficient way to clean no. your oven. Yeah, I, also yeah. do, I also think most of the time it's just like, okay, cool. Now the shit that was in your oven is super burnt. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. It's yeah. vaporized, yes. Yeah. I can no longer tell what it is, so fine. I don't care. <laughs> No, it's easy to scrape because it's ash. Sure. Yeah. Um, I want to share this one. This is this is uh, just a brag, not a question. I'm reno- This is from Meredith. I'm renovating a 1967 Shasta compact trailer, which I'm turning into a mobile romance bookshop called Peach Basket Books. Catch me in the Durham area sometime this year, maybe. I'm going to include in the chat for uh, for everyone. A link to what a mobile Shasta or a compact Shasta trailer looks like, so you get a sense of what we're working with. Oh, sick! And I think this is a pretty dope plan. Wow! Like I think saying I'm going to have a like small, a literal small business on wheels. I think this is awesome. So with um, also tiny bonus wagon as I'm well? not sure if that's that that comes with it as oh as that's well. that, it looks like that's for a pet yeah I, I think it, that's I think like a, a dog okay. bed that's that's yeah. also I think it's good attention I'm glad that it's there yeah so um yeah Meredith great job I think that's I, awesome I embrace this 100% as a Winston-Salem native any of our Piedmont triad listeners which there are a few uh will know that the Cranky's Airstream has been around for like what hearts since you moved here for sure, but I think like almost 30 years now. What is what is the um, Cranky's Airstream? So Golfing. there's an Airstream trailer that sits uh, in West End of Winston-Salem um, that has served coffee for like 30 years-ish uh, in that same, out of that same Airstream. Um, and they now have a, like a brick and mortar location uh, closer uh, and in the middle of downtown and they're super popular around here. Um, but that coffee shop has this kind of, it's been the like one, probably the number one go to. People stop there and get their coffee, uh, and it's from here in Winston Salem. And it's in an Airstream trailer, which it's super awesome. Uh, they've got it decorated. It's uh, it's kind of crispy, right, Hartzell? Yeah, very very crunchy. Yeah, I actually need to slap a hit D sticker on there. They're never mm-hmm. in my car. They're always like at the office or at home. I need to work on that. I'll, I, I'll, I should. We should I'll check and there. see if there's a full cast sticker on there. They're it would not surprise me if there is. Yeah, it 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 would it would check out for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is y'all's kind of spot. That airstream is not going anywhere though. That thing is like drilled on into blocks. The yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's locked. It does in. sound like our kind of thing. Yeah. Um, coffee trailers are pretty. Like, I get the allure of the food truck, but I'm also like, that's a tough place to be. Like, stuck in a very hot and potentially steamy, smoky area. If you're sure. like cooking, cooking. But if you're just mm-hmm. making coffee, like, that's a pretty good deal. It just that's... smells awesome all the time. Right, right. And like, to Meredith's thing, if you're just like, hey, I have romance books. It's like, that's that's super great. There's mm-hmm. no, you don't need a flat top for that. 
We're not grilling these. I assume. I should have But they are hot. Books <laughs> they are hot, though. Trailer. It's, it's interesting. Yes, these yeah. books are steamy themselves. They're pre-steamed. They're mm-hmm, neat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Be spicy. Um, Just add eyes. <laughs> uh, Jason, let's go with the one you picked out. Uh, I claim this one by Wes. Um, the older I get, the more I find myself falling into the same routines, especially with entertainment. I'm mainly a college football and MMA fan, looking to jump into a new sport I have no real knowledge about and see if I can become a fan, seeing if y'all have any suggestions. So um, it probably won't shock anyone that I'm going to say, first of all, on the surface level, this is a great time to uh, to to go back to when you were uh, like 16 years old and take a look at pro wrestling because this is the time of the year when uh, not just WWE starts ramping up towards its big shows. Um, this 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 very weekend, in fact, is the Royal Rumble, one of the best events of the year, and which really kicks off the push toward uh, WrestleMania, which is in Philadelphia. My daughter and I will be attending this year. Very much looking forward to it. Um, but also other companies as well, AEW. Um, you have a push toward their big summer shows. You have lots of smaller companies that sort of uh, uh, sort of bandwagon around WrestleMania, um, and they like to ramp stuff up as well, including lots of like small companies that do like comedy shows and stuff. Um, I have a additional opinion on top of that that's more specific to this year, which I think pro wrestling right now in America is better than it has ever been. And now when I say that, someone will say, what about Stone Cold and The Rock? Yes, I remember them. I was there uh, as well. Um, Yeah, what was WCW like at the time? It was ass, okay? Someone will say, what about NWO? Okay, what was WWF like at the time? You think we were kicking WCW's ass? Give me a hell yeah! (laughs) So, like, those those big memories... you want to bear with the Attitude Era, (laughs) What? If you like the Attitude Era, let me tell you, there's a guy named L.A. Knight right now in WWE who does nothing but Attitude Era cosplay. So, like, all the best of that, there's one guy who just does it as a comedy routine, but very seriously every single night. So, like, right now you have, like, so many companies are at a creative peak. It is not at, like, mass pop culture level because there is no uniculture monoculture anymore other than Taylor Swift. But, like, as far as a creative product... It's as good as it's ever been in America. Um, and like companies are pushing competition. Uh, there is no longer a 9,000-year-old maniac in charge of the biggest company. There is someone who actually gets a shit about stories. Um, so, where, yeah. do you, where would you suggest somebody start? If they're like, I, I have a base-level understanding of wrestling from what I've gathered from its past monoculture, where, where should I begin? I would start with the Royal Rumble. Start, okay, start yes. big, start basic, start WWE, start big box. You know, I'm not going to send you first to Division Three football. I'm going to say watch Bama, Ohio State, right? Watch the Royal Rumble. It's big, it's crazy, it's chaotic. You'll learn about a thousand personalities in the course of two or three hours. Um, and you'll hook into a couple of their biggest stories going on right now. Um, and then, I mean, AEW is on far too many times per week. But <laughs> and there's lots of companies that, are, that put their stuff online. Um, AEW is a bit more uh, like in the know and hardcore and nerdy. WWE is like if you want to play along with the story, right? Like AEW is for I cheer that guy because he's an effective villain. WWE is I boo that guy because I am playing along with the villain role, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the two basic reactions you can have. Cerber Hartzell, what new sport would you assign to Wes? Uh, ahead, I'll, I mean... I would. I was gonna say cycling, 
and I'll still say cycling, but uh, wrestling is the right answer for this person, I think. Um, and for all the reasons that Jason just said, uh, the Cody Rhodes CM Punk thing that's happening right now is going to be super cool, and their match is going to be probably very, very good um, when it happens. And uh, there's also that uh, there's this dude uh, Gunther that I really like, or Gunther. so fucking awesome. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's so really awesome. cool. Um, <laughs> he's like super old. So if you if you are like someone who liked wrestling way way back, like he is super old school, like Black Trunks wrestler. Um, but uh, yeah, cycling this year is probably going to be one of the best years we've had. Um, the Tour de France is actually the final stage is going to be a hilly time trial, which is usually just a procession through Paris that doesn't count. It's actually going to be make a big difference in the race this year and it's uh the tour de france is also two weeks before the um olympic games it actually happening while the olympic games are happening that's why the final stage is not in paris um rimco evnipol will be making his debut in the tour this year he's uh he won the world championship um and the volta espana by the time he was 22 years old he's super young talent plus there's a bunch of other young guys uh jonas vingegaard's uh won two straight tours um matthew vanderpool will probably be there uh the cobbled classics in the spring are super fun to watch if you like high like intensity uh cycling um because it's like a fun tv product at that time the tour de france is more of a slow burn like take it easy in the early morning and uh, enjoy the cycling race until something cool happens on a mountain. Um, but it's a super nerdy sport, but it's super fun to get into and start uh, learning about the, uh, the teams and the way they do it. And like cycling is going through like a big change right now. There's a lot of people proposing some like things called, there's one thing called one cycling, um, which is essentially the live golf, maybe live cycling that's about to happen. Um, so it'd be interesting to watch if that sport has a big boom coming up, but, I don't know. I don't want to get on my pe- pedestal for cycling anymore. Wrestling is the better answer. <laughs> uh, Server, also, do you are you still playing your cycling video game? Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't play. I haven't played it as much lately, um, but yeah, I am. I'm doing how's, great. How's that going? Is it? Uh... Uh, yeah, no. Um, I'm probably in my seventh year of the of managing Sudal Quick Step at the moment. I've won like five Tours de France, but I did one year. I won the uh, the Giro, the Tour, and the Volta, which has never happened in real life. So wow. that was sick. And it's Legends. also super hard to do on the video game because your your stats get super nerfed by the time. Really, after you do the Giro, your stats are super nerfed in the Tour because so like, your people are tired or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like unless you unless you go in and like edit the um the database like it's kind of impossible to do but lance, I, I lance armstrong did, I let it it his, his database <laughs> so yeah 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 just bump all these sliders up and we're good just, just that's yeah, my spreadsheet a little bit yeah it's, it's probably the most it's probably the most realistic feature of the cycling game that you could just like make somebody an 85 in mountains all of a sudden mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. in fact the highest you can have on the game but um yeah no i i play that game some still I haven't played the wrestling game. I don't know if it's awesome. I found the wrestling games to be kind of hard mm. now. There's like a management-y one kind of like that that it's on PC, so I've never played it. But I've seen yeah. people post stuff that happens, and it's like procedurally generated stories and stuff, and it's all very, very, we very need What we need stuff. is like a Final Fantasy-style RP, wrestling RPG. There is one. Yeah, there are. Is there? there yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah I, I haven't played it, but I've seen um, like reviews of it. It's It's fairly new. It's like very. It's exactly what you're picturing. Because I don't want. I don't want to learn like button combinations. I want no, to no, like no. select item and be it's like, like share, like attack yeah. or 
heel or yes. and you're like assembling a party it's right. yeah it's exactly what you're picturing okay good good fantastic hartzel any sport recommendation i i can't contribute to the wrestling talk i i just i yeah i'm, I'm not wrestling guy <laughs> but uh i mean look i like watching professional golf i think professional golf is dying i think that's an i think that's a sport that's in a really bad place right now uh Cerber knows i i'm a big soccer guy like especially on saturday mornings uh, I'd say like maybe check out some Champions League action. It's like on a Tuesday or Wednesday. It happens during the workday. Matches are at like three o'clock. Like that's gold. I think that stuff is awesome. And teams, you know, unless you're like Italian, like games are ending like four one, three two. Like it's 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 like fast break football. It's it's good stuff. Um, you know, the Olympics are happening this summer. I still get up for the Olympics. Maybe it's the Atlanta in me, but like I. I like I like track and field. I like all that stuff. I think it's great. And I think wasn't the last Olympics in like Japan or yes. it was in Asia and the, the time difference was a thing. Like Paris should sync up pretty well this summer. That that could be fun. Um but generally speaking, you know, I enjoy the off season for college football and I even though I host a college basketball podcast, I, I that's a sport that's really difficult. Just from an inventory standpoint, it's really hard to watch. It's, it's fun just, to go to. I enjoy parent, it. I, yeah. Yes, mm, I enjoy. It. I enjoy going to a college basketball game, probably more than I definitely more than I enjoy watching it on TV. But it's yeah. also, I think, a little easier to do than going to a college football game. Most hell of the time. yeah, dude. Uh-huh. We go to Wake Forest games probably once every two weeks because the it's so easy to get to. Yeah, it's non-threatening. Nobody is uh, plenty aggressive. of seats available. Yeah. There's no weather. Plenty There's no weather you available. have to worry about. You're not yeah, like, it's not oh no, four hours long. Right, right. <laughs> it's easy. Two hours in and out, man. Try to dance and get on the jumbo scr- uh, jumbotron and like have a good <laughs> time. A I I did have to explain to my daughter at the last Vandy women's basketball game that we go to that the jumbotron is not. TV to the outside world. So That's being correct. on the Jumbotron is not the same thing as being the whole on the world can broadcast. see. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Do they play yeah. at Memorial Gym where the men play? Yeah. The they do. Yeah, like, yeah. That's like a bizarre, awesome yes. arena. Like, my, that's my, like a the, unique venue. The truly. weirdest part about it is that it's super easy to get lost inside because it's like so cavernous and weird. And it's, you can tell that it was like, built a long time ago and they're like i don't know just throw a basketball gym in the middle of this so it's very easy to be like where the fuck am i in here all of a sudden you're on you've stepped up onto the court yes yes (laughs) i am i am now in the game and i am chucking a terrible three Um, anchor down go doors the the women's team is pretty good this year the men's team is terrible dude if if look i i came up uh in in our company doing sec women's basketball mm-hmm. tournament coverage i went for like seven straight years to the sec women's basketball tournament women's basketball is in a very fun place right now it's in it's college. it's truly never been better like yeah. it's it's in its it's entering like its glory days for it's sure. got like a lot of good storylines a lot like between gino and tara vanderveer you have sort of like the old guard sort of like getting ready to sort of you know Erasing Coach K from the record books. Erasing Coach K from the record books. There's like a good, I feel like there's a good amount of spread where it's not like, oh, this is the conference that's good at women's college basketball. It's like very evenly spread out across the country. There's rock stars. Like these girls are absolute rock stars. But what I was going to say about Vandy and the SEC specifically is, Mm -hmm. yes, while it is a spread out sport, 
Uh, the SEC has got some amazing women's basketball teams. A hundred percent. Like just like if you if you could say the same thing about softball, especially when Oklahoma comes to the league, like every SEC softball team makes the NCAA tournament. Right. Literally all right. of them, and they're incredible. So like. Like Cerber and I and Felder actually have had this debate about like lacrosse. We were like, what if women's, what if the SEC was like, we're going to get into women's lacrosse? Like, how long would it take for them to be like kicking the ACC's ass in lacrosse? I don't think it would take very long at all. The one thing that would upset the ACC is no longer being <laughs> the best at lacrosse. Well, now you've gone too far. That's all we had. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But like now yeah, we agree I, with I'm Florida with you, State. Man. Like and you and you're a girl dad, so like I mean, going and taking her to those games, like that's awesome. I think that's it, really cool. The downside is we went to a Florida game once, uh, a Vandy Florida game once, and she was like, "Dad, do you know these people?" And I was like, "Absolutely <laughs> not. I'm like twice as old as they are." But you're classmates with them. But yeah, they're your friends, 100. percent It's awesome. <laughs> um, let's see. All right, so so we got one from Ben. Ben has moved into a new house and is a first-time homeowner at age 37. And he said, I'm excited to go full dad mode, even though I'm not a dad yet, and tinker with small weekend projects all year long. I asked him for his top three projects, and I want to get feedback on all of them. Number one, purchase slash install a magnetic knife bar on the kitchen wall. Is this a thing any of you have? No. No, this is a thing I want. Seems OP as fuck. <laughs> Please expand on that. <laughs> well, you're just adding counter space that a knife block like it's taking up for no reason. Sure. So and and like I don't like the idea of putting my knives in the knife block. Mm-hmm. I, when I pull them out a month and a half later when I need to use them again, <laughs> they never look the same. Mm. Uh I don't know. I the knife block is just it's just a waste of counter space and the idea that I can just easily grab it off the wall in front of me having worked in restaurants and like and food prep areas uh, in delis, like where that was a thing, it was super convenient to have that. Were I would be too tempted to try to like throw the knife back onto the magnet. Yeah, yes, I would have, but I yeah. think I would fuck it up as well. Oh, you mean like that? <laughs> not 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 overhand like John Wick, okay. but sort of like flat blade it, sort of like toss it over there. Let it go and let it sail yes, toward yes. the... And then yeah. it bounces your off, off and cuts your hand. Yes, but that's all right. It bounces back and it stabs me right in the eye. <laughs> the generation you... that cannot exist because of the Final Destination films. 100%. That's why <laughs> I, mean, I won't that... drive behind log trucks either. I mean, Ben, that's a... Uh, like, that's an achievable project. Like yes. That can be done in two hours. Yes. No uh, problem. Number two... Buy a Raspberry Pi, install Homebridge to unify all the smart systems that don't want to play together. We don't have to get into the niceties of this, but I don't have a smart home. And I don't want a smart home. My wife and I both don't like the robots listening to us. We don't have any of it. We don't have an Alexa. We don't have a Wi-Fi lock, an electronic lock. The most we have is like a Sono system where you can play music from another room. But, like, we don't even have, like, a, a remote that you can talk into to tell the TV to find something. Am I incredibly old by by shunning all of these all of the smart mm-hmm. home technology? You, no. you might be, but I am as well. Like, okay. we, we got a new we got an electric door lock and it's like you can t- you can do your thumb or whatever. I'm like, no, yeah. I need code. I'm not trusting the thumb. <laughs> 
Someone could cut my thumb off. What if it thinks my thumb is someone else's thumb? I've never met this thing. I don't know this thing. Yeah. Um, Like, no, I'm not talking to my fridge ever. I'm not buying any uh, coffee machine with DRM ever. No, like none of that shit. I I have anything to be smart. I have a friend who has an oven that is connected to Wi-Fi so that in theory you can like preheat your oven on the way home from the grocery store or something. Sounds dangerous. When their Wi-Fi goes out, their oven is essentially bricked. Like, if they lose yeah. internet, they can't operate the oven. Red properly. ring of death. Also, I'm not starting a fire at my house if I'm not there. I don't give a shit. Sure. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'll i be I'll be honest. You said Raspberry Pi. That's the thing that I thought you used to, like, put, like, the NES and the Super NES. You can do that like as well. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like an all-purpose little instead. baby computer. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. should do that instead with that thing. <laughs> Let's that, keep it I real. was nodding initially because I was like, yeah, get that. Mm-hmm. And, put, uh, and then you went on into the smart home shit. I was like, I no, think, no, no, I no, think no, 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 Sega Genesis on it. Sir, but I think what you're getting at is what's actually going to happen. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna hack into the Matrix and wire my entire home to be empowered by a single device. And yeah. then I played Turbo. Tur- Graphic 16 all day long. Yeah. Holy shit, I happens. can get the Burger Time like arcade console uh, on here? Fuck Fuck all that project mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Controller mm-hmm. on Amazon. Oh shit. But Ben, if it makes you happy, that's great. I'm, 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 I'm glad it works for other people. It's just not for me. Ryan, do you not have like a Nest doorbell? No. No. Wow. So I feel like you're in the minority there. Uh, Yeah, that probably is a thing that like... I am I am uh, the the la- one of the last people to have is some sort of camera on my house, but I don't. Okay. But part of that is that I work at home, so I'm not worried about like oh packages are at my house all day. Like I hear them and I go get them. <laughs> That's fine. Respect. Yeah. You know. I get it. I get um, it. Uh, number three, mount a floating wall shelf for record player. I have. I don't love floating wall shelves myself. I just never, I I never feel confident in them. Confident that they're going to stay on the wall. Correct. Yes. I'm always like, they just feel kind of like, I I will say I have built a, like from, from wood, a floating shelf that I feel felt pretty good about, but like the ones you buy and it's like mounted this way. I'm always like, this shit is flimsy. Maybe I'm just cheap. Maybe I'm just stupid. I'm curious if the reason that they want to put it on the wall is because when they're stepping on their floor, maybe the vibration is coming through whatever they have their record player on uh-huh. causing the record player to skip. Yeah. If that is, instead of doing a building, a whole shelf, I would recommend they make some mats for that. If that's yeah. your problem, if that's not your problem, I don't know that putting it on the wall is going to solve it either. I think the vibrations could still cause that. It sounds more like you might be heavy footed. Uh, that's the story I'm making up in my head. Cause sure. I don't, because uh, you still need access to the record player, so at yeah. that point, I don't, I don't know unless you really need the storage underneath for something else. Like I would just recommend getting anytime you're doing anything with a record player, I just say to get the IKEA cubes. They're perfect. Yeah. Like put put everything on your IKEA cubes, and your records go in there perfectly. They store really well in them. Like I don't have anything else from IKEA, but I have those things for and I've for all my records, and they and it works super super good. I think the wall shelf. We had one and we we took it we uninstalled it. We took it yeah. out because it just at a certain point we were like this this I don't we don't need this here. Which a uh, bookshelf you can easily you can just move. So that's what we've done with that. Except we we haven't put it back up anywhere else. Sir, but would you recommend if uh if my record player is skipping I just hold it? Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> hold it. Around, but carrying it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you can put it in your car while you ride around, and uh, if it just gets used to that, eventually it'll be fine. It'll help yeah, it sleep. toughen it up a little bit. Yeah, grind yep. some XP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ben's bonus, which I really like. And Ben, you should do all. It's your house. Like yeah, the beauty, the beauty of having your own house is you can do whatever you want to it. It doesn't matter if I like it. It's yours. Um, but Ben's bonus, which I think is a real, real smart one. Replace gas range with induction. Have any of y'all used an induction uh, stovetop before? No. They are magical. They are so. So the one limitation with induction is that they you have to you can't use any kind of pot and pan on top of it. It has to be made of a material that the induction cooktop can work with. But the way it works basically is the cook surface itself doesn't get hot. It Mm, uh, this is me trying to do science, so I apologize that I'm going to fuck this up. It creates uh, particle vibrations in the pot or pan itself that help heat it directly and help heat whatever it has directly. So, and I have... What kind of Georgia Tech shit is that? It's very cool because you can, on an induction cooktop, you can get a pot of water boiling in 30 seconds, 45 seconds. Yes. Yes. And then, and then the nice thing is when you take your pot off, there will be some heat on the cook surface because it's got the radiant heat from the pot itself, but the surface itself doesn't have any remaining heat. So they cool down a lot quicker. They're a lot easier to like move things. If you're like, I just cooked on this and I want to move it over here. Um, They're very cool. They are very cool. They do. They do. However, if you're somebody who cooks a lot, they require, um, they require some practice because like to go back to the boiling water example, if I'm doing something where I'm like, okay, I am, uh, I'm making, uh, broccoli and rice and I know in my head, like, this is how long it's going to take the rice. Part of that calculation is this is how long it's going to take the water to boil. But now that the water boils super quick, it's like, oh, I have to adjust that as well. So you do have to get used to a little bit doing it, but, um, highly recommend um, Hartzell, do we need to let you go? Since I know you have like real stuff to do in your life. No, I'm I'm good. I'm okay. I'm fine. Okay. I am worried about Felder, like legitimately. I am we a little. Are, we, I, I'm a little thrown. Concerned. Yeah. Um, like I Felder, if you I... hear this afterwards, we we are worried about you. <laughs> yeah, where you at, okay. buddy? Uh, server. Let's go with the one you picked out. Um, yes. So Senator Giggity, uh, wrote in, how does, uh, one get into light horticulture specifically for the lazy, please? Um, just, I mean, get some houseplants, man. Yeah. Like, Is that the move? Uh, don't, yeah. Don't, don't over, don't overdo it. Uh, because like you're just gonna, you're going to kill some stuff to start out. Um, you know, not everything's going to go great. Uh, and if you go too hard, you might be super bummed out. Um, you might get like drop immediately out of it and be like, I can't do this. So just like start small, do it a little bit, find something that's e- like just Google stuff that's easy to, to not mess up, like an aloe plant or yeah. something like that. You Keep know, that's pots, a great man. starter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Same with yeah. outdoors, too. Keep it in pots, don't put it in the ground. That's where it can yeah. get it can get a little dicey. You need to like you need to do some deep Martha Stewart like diving to understand like how to be at that level. Um, like I can't I I'm not even I don't even feel comfortable 
just planting something in the ground and thinking it's going to take. Um, so yeah, just do some house plants, see if that works. And then if you're into it and you don't kill everything and you don't like get <laughs> bummed out with it, just like till up a little spot and, you know, start growing like your own vegetables or something like that. Yeah. Or herbs. like plant a flower bed or yes. herb garden or I something like that. Herbs herbs are to, really, herbs hard are really to kill easy. a rosemary plant. It's, it's hard really to kill. Hard. A, it's hard to kill a basil plant. And, sure. and even if you do, it's like, ah, just give me some water. I'll come back. Yeah, yeah right. that's that's the level we're at. We have a little herb set up. It's it's very, very practical. Yeah, don't overdo it. Server's right. Don't be like, oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna have an apple orchard. Nah, you're not. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just keep it in the pots, man. You'll yeah. be all right. And you're acknowledging you're lazy. So like, I don't think you're gonna go too hard at this. But just like get one thing, get one or two things. Um. We have a pair that I'm going to join together here. Bob bought a piano two weeks ago and is learning to play it. And once he is good but not too good, he's going to send us his version of the theme song. He, Bob says, yes, this is a threat. Um, a little side note we'll get back to here. I'm curious if Bob bought a like straight-up piano piano, like a standing piano or a keyboard. It's fine if you just bought a keyboard, but like I'm learning to play this thing that I just – this piece of furniture that I just bought. It is a big, big decision. And then um, the other one was from Catherine. Catherine said, I'm starting med school this summer. Good for you, Catherine. Don't go to law school. Go to med school instead. And want to pick the piano back up. Are there any fun songs I should try and learn? I have an answer in my head, but Cerber, you you are the musician amongst us, and I want to know if you had any suggestions. Oh, man, I don't know. Fun, because I can't play piano. Mm-hmm. Um just pick a song that you know that you're 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 intimately familiar with and like you you know it will come very naturally to you and that will be fun like don't try and learn something that is super difficult um or like try to take a step that you can't you can't take yet just pick a song that you know that seems straightforward enough and you will it will be really fun for you the process will be fun and you probably won't give up you'll st- you'll stay into it I have so my my kid is a really good little piano player. So one of her favorite things to do is to take like a movie theme or a TV show theme and play her uh, learn the piano version of it, and she'll put a spin on it. She'll either make it more grandiose or more peppy or whatever, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it's fun. Like she'll play the Jurassic Park theme, and anyone who's at our house is like, "Why? Why have I never heard that on piano before?" Yeah. So stuff like that. Um, she watched Lord of the Rings once, and then she's playing the um, the the uh, the Shire theme. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think, cause like it, it's, th- these are usually short songs, right? Like if you do a TV theme, that's a really short song. You don't have to learn a whole lot, but it's one that it's a great party trick, right? Yes. If you play an identifiable, um, song that people know, and they're not used to thinking of as, as music, but used to thinking of this is, I was going to suggest, uh, Bismarcky's just a friend. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> good, then, you, then you can sing as well. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's right. Um, because it feels like it's not overly complicated, and it's certainly an approachable piece to learn. Plus, like, I would really like to have a doctor who knew how to play Bismarcky's "Just a Friend" on the piano. Like, I think <laughs> that's feel a, a lot really better. good. Yeah, I'd be like, "Oh, you're you're a cool doctor," and I feel good doctor. about the advice that you're giving. <laughs> how bad could this possibly be? <laughs> um. Are there any others that y'all saw on the sheet that y'all want to want to uh, do before we wrap up? Uh, TC Internet's asks: Are any of you looking at coming to the Indy Five Hundred? 
I've as never thought. I've never thought about it. I guess I could go to the Indy 500. Yeah, it's sort of thing where, like, once you're an adult, you're like, I can attend literally any event. I just pay mm-hmm. uh, enough money, and and then, then I'm there. But <laughs> it's it's one that's sort of just uh, never crossed my mind as attendable. I don't know that I've ever been to any auto race. I have been to like. Um, Whoa. I've been to like 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 a I know, but I've been to like Yankee uh, lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, liberal Ryan I, Nanny. I've been to drag races before and I've been to like um it's not oh god. Basically where you get like a real beat up truck and you race around and you try to just destroy each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demolition Derby. Demolition Derby. Derby. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. I've been to Demolition Derby and I've been to drag races, but I've never been to like an NASCAR event, an indie event, nothing like that. Yeah, I've only, I did, Spencer and I did Talladega a few years ago. I think that's the only NASCAR I've done. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, I'll I'll shout out right here in Winston-Salem. We have have something called Bowman Gray Stadium. It's one of the oldest NASCAR sanctioned tracks in the country. And every Saturday night, uh, starting in the spring, all throughout summer, they do races uh, uh, for they do a stadium stock series with a bunch of old Mustangs. They do Sportsman Division. They have the cool, loud modifieds that go um, that go uh, in a circle really fast. Um, and they they do think they do things like a, something called a chain race, where you chain two cars together, and one car has the gas, and the other car has the brakes. Um, they do something called a skid plate race, which, uh, one car will be, um, will be, uh, will be on skids and just be skidding around. Uh, they do a demolition derby. There'll be a monster truck there. That always, that's what always closes the event. But, um, it's a, it's a super cool thing. I'm proud of it in Winston-Salem because it's something that's been happening since like the late forties, early fifties, I think. Um, and everybody from Richard Petty to Dale Earnhardt to Lee Petty, um, Ralph Earnhardt, Dale Earnhardt Jr. race there. Um, pretty much anybody who's anybody in NASCAR has raced at Bowman Gray. And it's also the home football stadium of the Winston-Salem State Rams. So wow. um, it's a cool spot uh, and a historic venue we love in Winston. So if you're yeah. ever in North Carolina around that time on a weekend, highly recommend you come to Bowman Gray and check it out. Um, all right. I'm going to wrap it up with one more pairing here. This is from first one's from Verl. Uh, I recently completed cancer treatment and so we'll have about 50 times as much energy as last year. What do I do with this? First of all, congrats to you, Verl. And then the, uh, the companion piece that goes with it was a brag sent in by Mike. This spring, I'm going on two vacations with my wife, one to Belize and one to Costa Rica. It's been something we've been planning for years now. It's extra special because she was diagnosed with a rare brain cancer, ependymoma, probably not how you say that, grade three in 2020. And this will be the first time she's been able to travel without having to bring along a small pharmacy of chemo drugs. She's doing well. In fact, she's off treatment and in, quote, surveillance, which is basically like uh, remission. That gets me to my best advice. When you're in the off-season, or if you have a moment, make sure you take time to do those things you want to do. We push out a lot of stuff until retirement, or maybe next season. But make sure you go take that trip, do that thing, commit that crime. Go make some memories. Y'all have been through shit. Go take some time. And also, Mike wants to give a shout-out to the fine folks at the Collaborative Epidemoma Research Network for being so amazing and helping folks out. It's a rare cancer, so any awareness does wonder. This, uh, First of all, Mike's Mike's wife, happy to hear that you're doing much better and much like Viral. Um, and I don't know, good advice for everybody. It's really easy, I think, to sort of just be like, oh, you know, 
we'll do that when we have more money or we have more time or when our kids are older or whatever. But like, uh, waiting is not always that awesome. And sometimes you just have to go do the fun thing and just be happy that you did the fun thing. I suspect it's a thing I'm trying to work on at least. Yeah. Sometimes you look up and you think like, Oh, I, 10 years ago I said we'd get around to doing that and we never, right. Right. And now it's, and now it's canceled. It doesn't, right. <laughs> now it's gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to look at things like Kirby Smart. Um, you know, he, he looked around. He's like, man, it's been 30 years since we won a national championship. Let's just go ahead and win a bunch of <laughs> Let's them. Just Let's do just it. do it. And, yeah. And, he, and, and so he did. So, yeah, you got to make those types of choices for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Richt was too too cautious. Too, too, yeah. uh, we'll win a national championship just, in retirement. That is literally how it worked, <laughs> though. We'll win a national championship when, they, when we have the money. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just spent. So that's that's our last piece of advice to you listeners Let's get rid of your money <laughs> get, get rid, rid of, of your, money's the not shit's real. easy money's not real money isn't real and uh the ocean will swallow us all one day so mm-hmm. like before then go to portugal or some shit go to portland go to any place that has port in it and you learn the ways of the ocean so that you can outsmart that's it right that's right that's right befriend nice. the ocean speaking save of us the all from the ocean Speaking yeah. of the ocean swallowing us all, in, in honor of Felder, uh, no call, no showing this episode. <laughs> Him and I have a bet, and Cerber knows this. I think you do too, Ryan, because you oh. listen to a lot yeah. of the shows. Yeah. K. Patteris. The Lighthouse. 50 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, like, actually, like 47 years 47, from now. Let's call yeah. it 47 years yeah. from now. Yeah. Will it still be here? Yes or no? Which side are you of the odds are just, just the year is twenty eighty one. Uh-huh. It's just straight yes or no, even odds. No, hang on. The year is seventy one. The math doesn't. Yeah, the math didn't check out. There. English major here. Twenty twenty seventy one. Serber and I have, or Felder and I have a one thousand dollar bet on this. This would be two. Wow. This so first of all. By the time we get to 50 years, <laughs> inflation will have rendered this a $10 bet. So congratulations. Yes. On Great. That. That, that'll make it easier. Um, I'll holler at one of them with 10 bennies and it's all right. I'm going to say yes, because people will decide to do whatever it takes to keep it. Like if they move the lighthouse, does that count as standing? Yeah, yes, it does. Yes, okay. this is yes. Thank okay. you. So yes, I think I think they will do what they have to do to preserve it in some way, shape, or form, it's and not let it fall before. into the ocean. Yeah, I don't it, think they'll let it fall into the ocean. Where do you come down on this, Jason? It's at a very perilous spot. So some work <laughs> will have to happen. Uh, that thing is out there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I think it's. If it's so well known that bets are being placed on it, then um, I, I think this also raises the question of what if one of you moves it just to win the bet? So if you if, if you decide to expend two million dollars to win a thousand dollar bet, yeah, which I'm at not, that point I'm not trying to move like it. That, I'm just yeah. saying between now and 2071, there will be some superstorm that cancels out Cape Hatters. What? I, and, and all, all we're saying all we're saying is that you've now put yourself on the side of rooting for a superstorm to take out a I'm historic just North Carolina odds, landmark. I'm not rooting for it. I'm yes, just you are. He's, just following, are. he's just following the science. He's Listen, just following if it's the 2070 science. and that lighthouse is downed, I'm going to have my suspicions. Oh, 100%. You uh-huh. know Hartzell bombed yeah. that shit. Yes. <laughs> 
you, you know, elderly Hartzell got in there with a backhoe and took it out. He did it with a $900 bomb, so he's coming out ahead. Who's this old man with the sledgehammer at Cape Hatteras? Bonk, 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 bonk. Officer, it's about a podcast. Y'all, I'm sorry. I was supposed to be on the show. I missed the show, um, but I did have some thoughts personally. Um, Bob, you got a piano two weeks ago and you're learning to play piano. Go for it. Um, I would say go for the Cheers theme song. That sounds like a good idea. Um, I originally purchased my grandparents' former home. I did the same thing and it sucks, but you're going to live there. So that's a good idea. You do have to rip up that linoleum because I guarantee they have linoleum. And so you got to fix that. Up. Uh, we got Wes, Wes. Um, here we go. The older I get, you're 40, you're 46 now. Some routines. I'm mainly a college football and MMA fan looking to jump into a new sport. Um, man, you know what? Just make sure it's not pickleball, honestly. That's all the advice I have. Um, Ethan, 10th wedding, wedding anniversary, awesome, dude. I am one year from that. That's awesome. I, I dig it. Um, you're going to Vegas? There's a million restaurants in Vegas, Ethan, so don't worry about it. Um, you can go anywhere. You're going to have a good stuff. Go something off strip, honestly, if I'm going to say that. Um, Sebastian. Uh, this is the first spring in about five years. We've had both the time and the energy to make consistent beach outings. We've spent those years stocking up with coolers. Uh, but do you have a Shibumi? If you don't have a Shibumi, Shibuya, get the fuck out of here. Um, veggie based beach grill options, y'all. Pineapple. Pineapple. Is that a vegetable? No, it's a fruit. But go pineapple. Pineapple is great. And so I'm going with that. Go pineapple. You're going to love it. Pineapple, especially if you do molasses. Or not molasses. If you do like a, a seasoned salt on top of that, go pineapple. Oh, wow. This, Mike, you wrote a very long one. Um, this spring, two vacations with my wife. Went to Belize. Went to Costa Rica. Okay, you're rich. We get it. It's been something I've been planning for years now. It's extra special. Oh, uh, I feel bad now because you said you diagnosed with brain cancer. That's not good. Um, that gets me to my best advice. Uh, you're the off season. If you have a moment, I now I feel terrible. Holy shit! God damn, son, I feel horrible. This is bad. Server, cut this out. I already missed the podcast because I took a nap. I feel horrible now. But yeah, go to Belize. Go to Costa Rica. My brother and my sister-in-law, and my they take my mom to Costa Rica and to Belize like twice a year. So this is a good idea. You are 100% correct. My mom retired and then she gets to go to Turks and Caicos. Like that's, you're 100% correct. Like, this is a great idea. 
this is fantastic. Yeah, you're right. I felt bad. I was going to say something negative, and now I'm. You listen, you, Mike. You you turn a negative into a pos into a positive. Look at that. I bought a wheel pedals and VR headset to play Gran Turismo while the kids are asleep. It rips. Man, okay. I I have an Oculus and I don't use it. I am starting med school this summer and I want to pick the piano back up. Is this a different person than the other person that bought the piano? Um, fun songs you should learn, Catherine, are Mungo Jerry in the summertime. Absolutely. Uh, my wife and I are expanding our first baby this off season. Are expecting. Oh, wow. That was bad reading on my part, huh? I thought you said you're expanding your first baby. I was like, that, what are you going to do? Just like make your baby big? Ooh, that, that was bad. Um, no. How should we decorate the nursery? I say we, so our nursery here is elephants. I say elephants or dinosaurs. Elephants or dinosaurs. Doesn't matter the gender, sex, whatever you want, like of the baby. Elephants or dinosaurs, we have actually a hand, and this is one of my favorite things. We have a hand, uh, a hand-drawn, um, uh, we have a hand-drawn elephant skull in our, in my daughter's um, nursery. Or she's not a nursery now because she's not a kid. Or she's not a, she's not a baby. She's, she's a kid now. But we have a hand-drawn elephant skull. Uh, from one of our really good friends who does art and it's an elephant skull and it's super cool. So I love that. Um, what else we got? Ben, I'm excited for the work trip to Ohio and we'll be within the path of the total eclipse. I don't, I hate space, so I'm not going to even go Pat, go to that. My wife and I are taking the girls to Spain. Oh, more Spain. Oh. Good. Make sure you have a mustache like Antonio Banderas. I think that would be very cool. Um, any small engine maintenance or upkeep tips to make sure the mower's ready for the spring? I would say, first of all, you need to listen to Hand in the Dirt. Second of all, you got to check the choke. Check the choke and then you'll be good to go. Um, I'm going to make an effort to use my cookbooks more. Um, my favorite cookbook is Deep, Rip, Deep, Deep Run Roots. That's Vivian Howard. Love her. Uh, shout out to Georgia is a verb. Okay. Having moved into a house and being a first-time homeowner at age 37, I'm excited. This has been uh, to go full dad mode, not even being a dad yet, with Tinker and Tinker was small weekend projects all year long. I have strong opinions on kitchen upgrades. I asked Ben three top Ben's top three projects, and they are purchase, install magnetic knife bar on the kitchen wall. That's fantastic. That is a very good idea. Buy a Raspberry Pi. Install Homebridge to unify all the smart systems like HomeKit Nest that don't want to play together. I. If you can find a way to make your Google play with your Alexa, I'm all for it. Uh, mount floating wall shelf for record player. Man, I honestly, the last one, you threw me off. You threw me off on that one. Replace gas rage with induction. You're, for, okay, you're wrong. 
keep the gas range. Gas range is money. Gas range is where you need to be. You need to live in gas range zone. So don't replace it. Induction can live somewhere else, but you don't have to replace that gas range. That's just a fact, dude. And uh, here we go. Let's see where we're at. I know you guys didn't want to hear eight minutes of this. Server's going to cut it down. What should I do for a bachelor's party sometime between now and June? See, I was, man, if I wasn't taking a nap, I would have killed this question. Madison, Milwaukee, Chicago. Go to New Orleans. That's what you should do. Don't go there. Unless you go there in June, third Brock, don't go there. Don't go to Madison or Milwaukee or Chicago. If you're in Dallas, go to New Orleans. That's a fact. Uh, any of you looking at coming to the Indy 500? No. I have decided to add a metal slide to the treehouse I built last year. Okay, well, your kids' thighs are going to be burned, Jeffrey. Do you want them to be hot on hot, hot, hot on fire? Yep. Okay, no problem. Oh, wow. Re re renovating, re-innovating. Wow, what an idiot. Renovating a Shasta compact trailer. Romance Bookshop. Peach Basket Books. Oh, this is our Meredith. This, this is our Meredith. Look at you. Shout out to our Meredith. Don't cheat on us with them. Don't cheat on us with the full cast. You're our Meredith. We like you. You're our Meredith. How does one get into light horticulture? You just try it out. Um, last off season, took my eight-year-old to a dinosaur camp out in northwestern Wyoming. Oh, that's very, this, you know what? I can't read this out loud because, uh, Swamp King, I can't read this out loud because next thing I know, I'm going to end up in Wyoming. I recently completed cancer treatment and so I'll have about 50 times as much energy as last year. What I do with this? Push-ups. You got to do push-ups. Push-ups. That's the answer. Push-ups. You're going to be super buff. And just like, you're going to be buff, dude. Like, just, just do the push-ups. Or, you know what? Actually, you know what? Better answer? Sew. Start sewing. But they both work. And then, uh, this is, okay, this is Grill Idiot. I'm already pretty good at making pizza this year. I'm going to get really serious about it. And probably very annoying, too. What's your sauce game look like, though? Hit me up at in the bleachers on Twitter. What's your sauce game look like? Because so many people use like this weak ass sauce, but if you got some sauce game, that's how you do it. What's your sauce game look like? Because, hey, my sauce game was good enough to, to put me to bed. So I missed the entire podcast and now I have to just do a coda at the end. You know what though? Michael Serber is the freaking Martin Scorsese of this whole shit. And this is the coda. 